What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is Duke and the Gang slash Real Life with Duke White slash Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> We're all over the place. In media, you never know what time it is because we do a lot of pre-recording. We do recording. So uh, I just wanted to make sure we had a chance to uh, connect you guys with this amazing uh, author by the name of Dylan the Man West. That's literally his name. <laughs> Dylan the Absolute Man West. That's, 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 that's me. I guess. Dirk, what are you doing? No, I, dude, thank you so much for being here uh, and hanging out with us, man. This is so cool uh, to have you on uh, because you are have already written this amazing book called Scribes Descent uh, that we're about to, pull, about to pull it up on so everybody can see it. Uh, and if you want to check it out on, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're listening to the radio show, uh, then you can't see it because you're listening to the radio show. But if you want to see it, go to Coming Soon Jesus T-shirts on Facebook and you will be able to see it, uh, the website and the book. And uh, dude, 11 years of your life has been dedicated to creating this series and you're making a video game and potentially, you know, in the future, a movie as well with it. This this well, is a TV show. TV show, yeah. 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 This is huge. And, and thank you for being uh, not afraid of big vision. Oh, well, I'm friends with Mr. Jerry Horseman. So. Oh, Gosh, you can't be friends with him and not have a big vision, you know. It just kind of, you know. What man, I miss him so much. Man. I do too. He was such a great guy. Oh, yeah. If you don't know who Jerry Horseman was, uh, like he just an awesome gift. Uh, just he, he's the cinema for what was well, whole life. He was in yeah. media his whole life. Uh, he's been in cinema movie the his whole life. This guy was uh, just a gift to Andrew, and he had a heart for. Uh, young people coming into media to go forward and, and to challenge. Uh, <laughs> he was so full of information. Uh, I got to tell you the story. One, one time, one time, uh, we were we were trying to get sponsors from a car dealership, and uh, we we had all these packets, these pitch decks, these packets that we were trying to get them to sponsor, and uh, we go to the car. The, the, the we're talking to the owner of the car dealership. He goes. Uh, so I know we're supposed to have this meeting today, but I have no idea why I got a sponsorship package from Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, I think I sent you the wrong sponsorship package. And the look that Jerry gave me. And <laughs> oh no. Jerry looked at me like, what are you doing, man? Like we we they tell you guys. But what Jerry does is wins the owner of the car dealership over, like he always does. He goes, he goes, this is what we call duking it up. <laughs> and that it took that moment. I was like, duking it up. That's what we're like. And that moment was so genius. And we all laughed. It went from this tense moment to, and this is what we call duking it up. And then he pulls out the right sponsorship package and gives it to him. And we laughed, and we ended up getting the sponsorship for Team News Now. 
Oh, okay. The team is that. You remember team is oh, now? Oh, yeah. I was there on the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing seeing all these young people. See new Blessing, Leggy. Yep. Oh. To meet her. Yep. Man. A while back. Yeah, this is such an awesome thing. And then uh, uh, I got to introduce them to Tim and Rodrigo Lambert, and he went and started going to their church. I think you helped put in the system to their media department. You didn't do that? Nope. Okay. But you know Tim and Rodrigo Lambert. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Such he he designed their their stage and everything like he helped them get all of that together. What a phenomenal guy! Uh, so let's talk about Scribes Descent. Absolutely. What, what is Scribes Descent about? Now, first of all, tell us what you normally do when someone asks, "What is your book about?" Oh yeah, so <laughs> I do I do a lot of local sales events, and when somebody asks me to tell them about the book, I, I do not answer them. Instead, I, I take the book and I put it in their hands and I say, read the back because, you know, I, I spent a long time writing this back copy and it's better than what I would say off the fly. Yeah. And when somebody holds the book in their hands, it becomes real and then they might start flipping through and reading. So, yeah. But yeah. So to answer your question, I'll do what I, yeah, yeah, I do and just read the back cover. Love it. All right. So here we go. So people worship technology on planet Daishan. With inventions that prolong life and eradicate disease, it's little wonder. Death seems obsolete until an earthquake kills thousands, including Mallory's parents. They should have lived for a thousand years, not just 50. Mallory scrambles for answers. Such a disaster shouldn't be possible. Quakes have never happened on this world before. Suspecting the top research center had triggered it, her best friend's father investigates. When he turns up missing, Mallory goes on site after him as a geology intern. She can't bear to lose anyone else. An old mine sits at the epicenter of the recent quake, and an unbreakable alien barrier seals it off. But a door hidden in its surface opens for Mallory when she translates its engravings. Once inside, she evades underground predators while cut off from the tech that's always protected her. Some graves run much deeper than six feet, and this place could be one of them. Within this self-contained world lie the remnants of a universal war, revealing that Daishoni folklore is more than superstition. To survive, Mallory must trust in something more than science and logic. She must follow the voice of one she can't see down to the very bottom. Something deadlier than a quake is trapped there and it is trying to escape. Sounds like a good time. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I want everybody to hear this because I want you guys to hear the motivation of why this uh, amazing man wrote this book. Uh, I want you guys to hear this and I want you guys to, to like the heart of this is so phenomenal. So what, why, what made you want to write the book? Oh man, there's a, there's a number of reasons. One is that I'm a homeschool dad. We've been homeschooling my daughter from way before COVID, you know, from the very beginning. And when she turned around 10 or 11, I wanted to find her some science fiction novels that were advanced, you know, had hard hitting science in it, but didn't have the adult content. Right. Right. So usually sci-fi for that age is kind of dumbed down. And my daughter would have been bored. Right. Right. So for homeschool families, what do they do? Right. Do they go and reach for Jurassic Park or The Martian or, you know, these right. other adult books? Um, 
So there's this gaping hole in the market right now. And my book is designed to fill it. And it's not just this book either. There is the companion emulsification. This is the TV show that the main characters in the series quote from. And uh, this, you know what? Can I read the back? Yeah, yeah go this for it. Go too? for it. All right. So just so you know what this is about, no child should be thrown into slavery or made to harvest fruit that's covered in poisonous barbs. After five years of this, young Gidov will do anything to escape. He jumps from a slave ship at night and swims to freedom on a tropical island. A passing ship carries another batch of slaves off to deadly fields, and Gidov determines to set them free. He needs, oh, but what can a teenage boy do against a crew of slavers? He needs a squad of trained fighters, but he'll have to settle for a trio of talking moles whose sense of humor is stranger than the islands they've built over the centuries. The tale, the classic tale quoted in the novel Scribe's Descent. So this is pre-dating Scribe's Descent. Oh, oh yes, this takes place about 700 years in their past. Right, gotcha, gotcha. And I need you guys to understand, uh, he, one of the main motivations for him writing this book, it was to provide uh, faith-based sci-fi uh, for our young people. And when I talk, when I, I told you guys about uh, three years ago that this is what we were going to be focusing on until the movement started, and we got all enough pieces together to where we said, hey, we're really going to focus on building kingdom culture. Uh, and and this, is, this is why I was it. Like, sci-fi has such a huge place in so many Americans' lives, um, you know, and, and it, it makes sense. It's it's uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, I know that those are two different fan bases, except the ones that get along. <laughs> you know, uh, you got. We've been fascinated with the future, fascinated with space, and there's. I don't believe that God has anything, any problem whatsoever with us being creative. Uh, but there has to be a way to stimulate faith, stimulate science. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have the sliding doors at Food Line if it wasn't for Star Trek. <laughs> Wait, we wouldn't have cell phones if it. I was just saying the motivations. It's like can once you start asking questions, like can that happen? Can can we have a walking phone device? You know, that's you know what we do. Uh, but anyway, I don't think God has a problem with imagination. I think God has a problem with perverting imagination. You know what I mean? Uh, and I know that, that uh, there's there's so many lessons to be learned uh, in in scribes' descent and emancipation. Uh, you know, there's issues of faith, there's courage, there's bravery that you have to be stimulated by. There's there's this concept of you know searching yourself. Yeah, that, and not just trusting in science and logic, just like the back said. Right. Mallory had that issue because she was just so focused on facts and evidence that she could see and weigh. And, yeah. and those are important, but you also need to have faith. And that's what she learns in this book. You can't science your way out of everything. <laughs> and this is coming from the guy who's, who's the science guy. Yep. You know, and, and I love, I love that you embody that balance. You know, uh, you, you embody the balance of the, like the game developer website guy, you know, 
but then you which is funny because you're crossing pretty much every dimension usually people who write books and sit and type they're not the same people that's trying to you know build a website you know so you literally uh, are you know in a paperback but you're also digital you know what i mean it's, it's amazing the website is uh, the website will say streaming. <laughs> the website is dylanwestauthor.com. Uh, and you'll see, as you can see right here on the, on the, well, if you're on radio, you can't see anything, which is why I said it's dylanwest.com. Uh, dylanwestauthor.com. And then, of course, uh, if you're watching it, it, you know, you can just go to Coming Soon Jesus t shirts, Facebook page, and you can see it there. Um, now, I need, need you to, know, like, when you're writing, okay, this is where it gets to 11 years of your life. You're this, is, are you an overachiever? Are you an overachiever? Um, at what point does it become over? <laughs> he's like, okay, he's definitely an overachiever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, what point does it become over? Uh, no, seriously, but, but you're a perfectionist. No, you can't be a perfectionist when you're writing or when you're building games because you're just never going, you'll drive yourself crazy, but you do need to be picky, right? Okay. That, that is really important with the arts. If you're not picky enough, then the quality won't be there. And then people won't like your stuff. Yeah. And that's what I'm asking because it's 11 years. It's, yeah. It's not something you just slap together. Well, and, and see the 11 years wasn't just for these two books. I wrote all five books in the scribe series already. It's just that I'm revising books two through five right now. So book two scribes of flame should come out in May. Hope that if I keep saying it, uh, you know, I'll make it happen by May. <laughs> it's a this little, guy, little aggressive. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it, guys. We have to support him. Uh, let's 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 make him a top seller, a New York Times bestseller. You know, on the independent. Let's let's if the world sees us build each other up and build our people up, let's do this thing. You, you know, buy buy the book because you want to see a brother well, in Christ. And, you know, and actually, I have a maybe an even more compelling reason. I mean, not to say that it's not a, Dude, not go a for it. reason. He's a rock I, star. I would, I would argue for you to, to try this free sample on DylanWestAuthor.com. The first four chapters are available for free for you to try this out. I would never expect anybody to just try this without or to buy this without even you know trying my writing style and see if you like it. Um but just give it a try, just the free sample, because I'm confident that if you read that sample, many of you will genuinely love the story and want to buy the book for you. Yeah. Like not because I'm a charity and I need help, but because I want this to be a blessing to you and your family. I want to give you and your family science that doesn't ask you to check your religion at the door. Like so many <laughs> do. Right? right. Good point. Good point, and and this is what I'm saying, folks. Is that well, you know, for, for the for the kingdom's sake, you know th that is yes, a very solid sake, yeah. that, that is a very solid point because we we have to regain back influence. Uh, and, and I want to tell you guys this, and I, I think when we talked, I had you on the phone for like six hours in the middle of the morning. We we watched the sun come up together. <laughs> you know, this is like a six hour phone conversation. Um, the the I, I say this all the time. It's it's what inspires you informs you i'm sorry what inspires you influences you what influences you informs you what informs you is what you become and so you know the reality is that you know 
the one cool part about our God is that he's the creator of the universe and he can tell us stories about so much. And then he invites us to be creative and tell stories and make, you know, to, to, to guide us to a higher truth. The world can't do that. The world can't do that. It, it, like you said, it, it'll make you either question our faith or we or get so into the exaggeration. As a matter of fact, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, it said in the last days that people would be given unto fables, things that aren't true. And there's something greater than entertainment. That's captivation. I don't believe that Jesus was out here tap dancing for people. He was he was he wasn't entertaining, you know, but he was captivating. Because his truth was enlightening, his truth was majestic, and that pulled people and connected with people and resonated with people. And he did tell parables, yeah. you know. And so I just want everybody to understand that, you know, the 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 ability for us to develop such an empowered men and women of God who can say, "Hey, let's you know, let's build up a Dylan West who has the ability." to you know create something that can turn into the next phenomenon that wins kids away from you know it wanting to explore witchcraft yeah there's a lot of young people who will never darken the door of a church will never go to a christian concert along that won't read a christian book but they might read a sci-fi book or they might play a christian video game if it's well done Right. If the entertainment factor is there, yeah, that yeah. is what I have been. It's so, that's why you're so diligent. That's the word, picky, diligent, same things. Like you just throw a meal together, and people are gonna go, "What is that?" You know what I mean? But watch this. It's just so, so unique. You take your time with it. People go, "What is that?" Yeah, you, it, it's not enough for it to just be Christian, right? Right. It, it, that's not an excuse for it to be a sub. Uh, you know, an inferior product. It needs to be amazing for everyone, regardless of whether they believe or not. Yeah. And I think we've got to do, we owe it to people. We put out tons of bad movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> tons of bad stuff. But guys, the we, believers have to understand that if we're really going to impact our culture, it's going to require investment. It's going to require us to take, you know, this seriously. And then we've got to, we've got to understand it's not free. I saw this guy, uh, getting kicked out of the mall. Yeah, I guess for wearing a Jesus shirt. Did you see that? Well, I used to be that guy getting kicked out of the mall, you know, trying to preach in the mall all the time. I used to be that guy. And God told me this. When I, one day I was so angry and I'm going, God, why? Why do you let the heathens do this and this? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a pretty smart guy. Sometimes God needs my help. <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> but it's just, I, I don't know what I'm thinking. But, but I'm going, God, you know, you let these people, well, these heathens, you let them in your in the mall and influence people. And here we are trying to do the right thing. And you don't even back us up. And God goes, they paid the price to be there. Are you willing to pay the price to influence the people? So so that means the enemy knows that all he has to do is make something expensive. And believers go running away. You know what I mean? That's literally what it was. So, so the enemy will invest any amount of money to take our children away from us. Will we pay any amount of money to win them back? 
you know, and you took 11 years instead of trying to figure out how to make something Christianese or whatever, you took 11 years, develop this thing so that our young people could, and, and I think our young people want to be invited into that conversation of, you know, you know, creativity. Because what if they're not a pastor? What if they are an author? Not an Arthur, author. <laughs> My name's Sam. Of course it's not Arthur. <laughs> but what if they, what if they, you know, and then there's other stuff that goes along with this, guys. There's a marketing budget because he's got to advertise, he's got to market, he's got to do all this other stuff. And so there are reasons why we want to support Dylan. Uh, do you have like a cash app or anything like that? Do you do any of that stuff? Well, I use Venmo. Venmo. Um, but my books are in various places online. You can find it on Amazon, Walmart, Barnes & Noble websites. You can find it on comingsoonjesus.net. I mean, there's just – if you type in scribes.org. Or dot org. Yeah, and if, um, if you just type in scribes Ascent Dylan West into a search browser, you're going to find – It literally popped right up. Yeah. And if you're in, local to Hampton Roads – and uh, almost any sales event, and I'll probably be there. I'll be the guy with the forty-inch monitor. Do you want to put your email up here too, so you can, so people can see your, your email? Um, for, sure, for yeah, Dylan sure. West, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can hit me up. It's it's on the contact page. <laughs> it's like, dude, my website is up. They can see. It's. Oh, this is going to be a great episode. Like, he's like, dude, just oh, go to the contact actually, page. And then, then it's also got uh, where you can follow me on Twitter and on Facebook. Right. So this is actually a better idea. Yeah. And and then there's also the newsletter subscription. Do you want to pull that up there? Too? Yeah, we're going to pull this up here real quick. Yep. On. Which screen you use? So they, yeah, this is screen. We'll use this screen. Yeah, so, so scroll see. to the very top, and there's a newsletter button right there in red. I make it real easy to see. There we go. So when I ask people to sign up for the newsletter, it's not so I can ask them to buy my book every single new email because yeah. that's annoying, right? What I do is I provide the geekiest science research tidbits that go into making my books every single month. And when a new book comes out, I'll let you guys know. Uh, the next one should be in, in May. Um, but I also provide updates on the video game. Gotcha. What bugs I fixed, what new features I've added. And there's something else that you should know about the game. And that is... For the first 500 people that prove to be big fans. And what I mean is like leaving reviews on places like Amazon, Goodreads, BookBub, all those kinds of websites. So leaving a review of, of Scribe's Descent and signing up for the newsletter, sharing tweets and posts on social media, you know, all that kind of that kind of support that doesn't cost you anything, most of those things. Just doing those, if I see that happening, the first 500 people, their names will be added to the video game as collectible items. Wow. And the first 1,000 people, well, he's got the list right there. The first 51 are already there. So that means that there is 449 slots remaining. And what happens is there's like this little item that has your name on it. It'll, it'll flash at the bottom right corner of the screen. And... I scattered them all throughout the game. So people will come to know a certain area of the game as the Philip Nelson area. Wow. Know, or the Duke White Jr. area, if you leave a review. So oh, that's uh, happening. So, that's absolutely happening. Uh, 
So that, that's absolutely happening. <laughs> yep, and, the, and the first thousand who do these things will also get added to the credits. That is phenomenal. So you can immortalize yourself in the game. Players will see you. You'll become yes. Famous. This, this <laughs> is so cool, and this is what I'm talking about when I say uh, culture. Like we we gotta build kingdom development, kingdom builders. Let's build Dylan up. Let's support one another, guys. Because I'm gonna explain something to you. The more empowered believers we have the more stable our young people's future is, but we give them something that we give them something to want to defend. We give them something that they want to fight for. We give them something that they want to stand up for, you know, um, and we allow the enemy to, to make it seem like he's the creative one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's not, he takes the innovations of God and he, and he capitalizes on opportunity he capitalizes on our fear of ourselves. He capitalizes on religious oppression, which creates religious rebellion. And then we use all of the tools that God gave us, you know, the wrong direction. I'm telling you right now that there's a revolution of creative men and women who are coming together. And, you know, I, I want to see this faith-based Comic-Con. You know what I mean? Where there's a where there's believers coming together. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, and, and there's so many creative believers out there. We have an army, but we've got to we've got to build each other up. We got to support each other. And we got to stand by each other. Uh, I want to play some music for the radio audience, and then uh, we're gonna take a break. And well, not for the you guys. You guys, the television audience has to deal with me. But 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 actually, no, we'll take a break too. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it. The, the live audience, gotta, they're like, oh my God, this guy never shuts up. It's true. It's all day. Well, you know, they come to your channel, they have to know what they're in for. Right? Oh, yeah, they, they do. Know, you know. He's like, you know, if you're driving cross country, I'll get you there. It's one long conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, current FM, uh, F, uh, current FM. This is Duke in the game forward slash real life with Duke White. Uh, you know the television show. By the way, Saturdays, eleven thirty on my TVZ. Make sure you check it out. Uh, we really are working hard this year to talk about um, media, media development. Uh, you know what it takes to be a creative as a believer. We're here with Dylan West, who is an author, uh, who's written several books, a book series. He's working on a video game, and I'm, we're about to start working on transforming all of it into a movie when it's time in season. Of course, that's a big thing. You keep saying so, it's a movie. Really? I said, Hopefully, it'll be a TV series. TV series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? When I look at how the, there's a show called Walking Dead that went from a TV series and went to a movie. You know, I mean, I love that idea that there's these elements. It's like where you, like what they did with Star Wars. It was the movie. Yeah, Actually, it was a book, but then they released the first three parts, and then they released the second. Like, well, we got it, it literally changed, the, like, it cultivated a generation. Well, that would be fantastic if the same thing happened for the Scribers. Exactly. Where it started with me, but then it opened up so that many other authors and many other oh, I would love creatives it. jumped in and took the scribe verse and just expanded it oh. into this 
huge thing, just like what happened. With it was so much, yeah, it, it would be phenomenal because, and, and that's what I mean about what happens with, you know, how we, the power that we truly have and what we can truly, truly accomplish if we work together. Guys, Dylan West is with us, is author of Scribes, Descent, and Emulsipation, uh, which <laughs> I love the, cre I love the play on words. I love the, the concept. Well, I'm a dad and I have dad jokes. So. <laughs> oh, all day. Oh, yeah. All day. Can't turn it off. <laughs> nope. Nope. Now, and so uh, Dylan was telling us earlier that he wrote this book because of the fact that he wanted to introduce, you know, his daughter into the sci-fi world, but without compromising the faith. And he saw that there was a huge gap there. So he decided to fill the gap by writing the book. And that means you took, like, instead of falling in love, and I, I said this earlier, but fall, don't fall in love with the idea better yet better than falling in love with the idea be motivated by the challenges because when you if you fall in love with the idea there's going to come a day where you don't feel like doing the idea you know you know what I mean? so, so in that 11 years were there days where you're like no nah, i don't want to do this anymore well i mean there's days where you're tired and there's days where other things take priority yeah um but on those days, I never really felt like I wanted to be done with the project, right? I always knew that there would be a day where I'd come back and work some more on the game or come back and work some more on the series. So it, it really never was a, you know, oh, do I want to do this anymore? I, honestly, I could yeah. say it was just... No, I get it. Really... I get it. So then I think that's a big difference than doing something that you love to do versus doing something you have to do. You know what I mean? When you, when you love to do what you're doing, you're going to have, you're going to have a different energy about it, a different approach towards And a lot of people are in situations where they're doing what they have to do. Uh, uh, you, know. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I gotta do this again. And you know, that means doing this on nights and weekends and yeah. holidays, you know, when, when it's tempting to just kick back and, watch someone else's creations yeah that somebody else has produced and not to say that i don't do some of that to you um but you have to cut that off the consuming off at some point and say now i need to produce writer's block is it true or is it a real thing or not such a debate that rages on <laughs> right so for me i think that decision block is a thing and so that is where you you're planning out your book and you get to a point where you're not really sure what to do next, right? Maybe there's a set of choices. Maybe your hero can hide. Maybe they can fight. Maybe they can run. Maybe they can try to talk their way out of the situation, right? You know, something like that. And, and so half the time what writer's block ends up being is just not knowing which option to take. And for me, I have this super slick and and really fancy way, this really um, glamorous way of overcoming this, I write down questions to myself gotcha. and I answer them. And as I answer them, I find more questions and I start answering those. And if I need to, if I'm still not sure, like I'll take, right, should, I'll, I'll write yes, no questions. Should Mallory do this? Pros and cons of yes pros and cons of no. 
right? Now just look at it and, and think logically, you know, what would be realistic here? What would Mallory actually do according to her personality, right? Yeah, and her her uh, maturity level at this point in the series. And then if I'm still not sure, I got really awesome brothers in the faith who also write that I have been working on on this with me, uh, Philip Nelson. I'm gonna give him a, a shout. Yeah, out. Up, um, he's been my main critique partner on this book from the. Very I was gonna tell you. I was from gonna, the I, very I was, beginning. I was every, gonna ask you how important is critique when you're oh, in the writing man, process. It's, it's critical because um, there's just some things you're not gonna see. You're gonna have blind spots. You, you can't see all the, the stuff that's wrong with your own ideas and execution Whoa. and all that, right? Can I do it's your baby, but you got to let someone else tell you. Ah. Oh, yeah, because there's just going to be things that, you know, it's it, like it, I, I can see it in my head, so it makes sense to me, but to somebody yeah. else, it, you know, it just... All right, well, listen, kind of a, I got to play this music video by this guy, uh, William T. Stars, who is, uh, you're going to be hearing a lot of William T. Stars. We're going to be doing a, a top 10 music countdown with William T. Stars. Uh, he's also helping out with so many different programs, ministries. Uh, the guy is a musical genius, and I think he's freestyling in this video. And I just saw it. I was like, yo, I've got to play this video. This is William T. Stars. And uh, when I when I heard it, I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy, this guy is the real thing, folks. I'm telling you, this guy is the real thing. He's another artist that we've got to support. And I'm going to share why we need to support him. Uh, let's see here. Let me take this uh, mic off. And I'm gonna, this is what I mean why we got to support him. He's freestyle. This, so he's doing old school freestyle where this isn't written. Check this out. Okay, sweet. Stars. Seven five seven Virginia. That's how we gonna do it. Now nah, we gonna do it. God, this king, love, fear don't live here. Same thing come around. Hey. Oh, oh, my my stuff from <laughs> this 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 is a uh, what do you call it? It froze. The the internet. All right. And I still really want to say that's the devil. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, that's twice. I got to have him come in. William T. Stars, we need you to come in on the show. It froze twice. We need you to do this freestyle. We need you to come in and do this song. Like, dude, this means war. I'm not going to say it was the devil because I got a science guy here. I can't be your spiritual. I got to be balanced. <laughs> no, no, but it means we need William T. Stars in the studio to kill that track. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, I hate. I cannot believe that it froze like that. Like it, it never freezes, and it froze right now. You know. So anyway, but you guys check out William T. Stars freestyle. It's on coming soon. Jesus T-shirts. Uh, and and listen, this guy means so much to me because. Okay, stars. All right. Let's, let's see the first time. Uh, come on. Love. Okay, he's not going to do it. He's going to keep freezing. So check this out. Here's what happens, right? I find out that he was cooking some fish and went and threw the, the uh, it, was, it was really cold. He went and threw the grease out into the snow and it, a gust of wind blew it back on him and it turned into a fire tunnel 
and set his house on fire. And he was down for, you know, seven to eight months. You know what I mean? And I was trying to get, I was trying to build up uh, support for him. And, and uh, uh, people really didn't respond. Um, and there's another, like three days later, another lady's house got on fire. And the money that we were raising for him and his family, he ends up giving a portion of it to the lady whose house oh, wow. was up. Like, and this is the kind of guy he is. This is the kind of guy he is. Will G. Stars, his heart, and, and he's ex-military, such a wonderful heart. Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you, brother. I was trying to show you love, but the internet started acting up because that's what happens. Not because it's the devil. It was the devil. It was the devil. <laughs> Well, he's the prince of the power of the air. Does so that mean he affects Wi-Fi? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. No, <laughs> but guys, whatever it was, William T. Star is going to be uh, doing. We're going to have him do that track. We're going to have him crush that track. I might have William T. Stars on every show. Just time to destroy a track with William T. Stars. The guy is a lyrical genius, and he is a powerful man of God, uh, man of the Father. He's just a wonderful heart. Uh, if you're if you're tuning in to the YouTube page uh, or whatever page this is, if you're watching the television show, uh, and this is why I told you earlier. I said I said think about the most professional show, and I said then the think the exact opposite, and that's that's the show. That's my show. You know what I mean? Uh, but look, guys, we have. Absolutely love you. you guys are supporting uh, Current FM uh, because Current FM is a pillar in the community. Make sure you you, know, you guys make make sure Current FM is here to stay. Um, we got to get going. But uh, I wanted to make sure that you guys support Dylan West as well. Support faith-based artists. Again, uh, the website is Dylan West. I'm going to pull it up again for you guys so you guys can see it. I want that to be one of the main things that you guys do is uh, – and understand, like he said, he's not trying to, he's not trying to, uh, you know, make it seem like just buy his book just because he wants you to like the book. But I'm telling you, like, get the book, empower this young genius that the Lord has blessed us with this, you know, who has such a great heart for his children. Uh, let's let us show the world what happens when the body of Christ really supports one another and, and operates. And is there anything you want to say to people out there? Yeah. So um, try out the book, subscribe to the monthly newsletter, leave a review on Amazon and the other sites, tell your friends. Um, word of mouth is so important, especially when you're first getting started. So that's really it. Yeah. So here, here it is again, folks. It's DylanWestAuthor.com. We have an army of people that we're going to be supporting. We're going to be using, we're using this television show, this radio show, social media. We're using all of this to show you guys the power of God's creativity. And when we come together as people of God, we are truly an unstoppable force. All right, guys, we're out of time. Well, not out of time. We're going to play some more music. We're out of time on the television show. But uh, we want to let you guys know that we love you very much. Be good to each other out.